Ahoy, ahoy. Get on board the Vikings ship. This is Purple Mafia, and we are ready to talk about the purple, the Minnesota Vikings. And I apologize, it has been a long time. It is episode number five. This is episode number five of Purple Mafia, and it is all the way up to July the 23rd of 2008. I do apologize that it has been so long since my last show. I've been very busy with my schedule and uh, also with the other show, Paladino Live, as there were seemingly more stories to cover for that show than there have been for this one at this time. But, uh, well, training camp is about to start on Friday, as well as, well, there's a Brett Favre story going on that just won't go away, and I'm sure, well, I guess i got to dive into this story, too, as uh, the Vikings are... Right in the middle of it, at least as of right now, we're right in the middle of it with possible tampering charges and how he'd be a great fit for this team. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's weird. Um, well, you're going to hear my take on it very shortly as, uh, well, this is Purple Mafia again, as I stated, and um, we are also available on thesportstuff.com along with nflspot.com, so two major websites. On the sportsstuff.com, we do have message boards. It is on the upper right-hand corner. There is a TSS boards button. Simply click on that, sign up, and join in. Also, we have a voicemail line, 916-912-4263, 916-912-4263, as we will join into the conversation. We'll talk some purple. I do have a call in from Neil, Nate Dog, so we'll hear that on this show today. You will also hear me bring up, uh, well, I had a comment on my iTunes section, as this show is also available on iTunes, Purple Mafia. Um, I had a comment on there that I, well, let's just say it wasn't the most positive comment. Uh, not everything they said I agree with. I'll get into that as well. And, of course, the Brett Favre talk, that's the big deal. And we'll be right back after this. What's up, listeners? This is Farzine. I am the host of the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on thesportstuff.com where we cover the Kansas City Chiefs, give our opinions, and go deep inside with the Kansas City Chiefs right here only on thesportstuff.com. We encourage you Chiefs fans, you loud Chiefs fans out there, to get on the show, voice your opinions, get on our boards, and talk with us. All listeners, including Bronco fans, are allowed in our show. So be sure you check out the Chiefs End Zone Show right here on the sportsstuff.com with me, your host, Farzine. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. We are back on the Vikings ship. And um, on the sportsstuff.com, along with NFLspot.com. Again, I want to thank NFLspot.com for all for their interest. It's great to be a part of your site, and um, that site is going through construction, and we'll have a lot of fun with them, along with, of course, TSS, the sportsstuff.com. Which without them, well, there is no Pearl Mafia or Paladino Live. Now, real quickly, we're going to get into things here. Is uh, we're going to keep the intros a little shorter than. They have been, as it's definitely a better idea. Now, real quick, I have a I had a small complaint that I would like to bring up real quick here. It's from Min Viking, MN Vikings 9 on iTunes. Uh, 
Well, he says this podcast is a joke, really. Each show doesn't start until about the six-minute mark because he has to plug his stations and his own podcast. We're already listening to relentlessly. And when he finally begins talking, it is one of the most poorly produced, painful things I've ever listened to. Now, first of all, <laughs> the intro thing I do apologize for, and I am working on that. As hey, the intro was about oh, about three and a half minutes this time. So I hope that's satisfactory for you, Minnesota Viking fans. Nine, as I cut it in about about in half, and I do understand that complaint. But um, about plugging their stations. Okay, now by the way, radio is about advertising. So just so you know, uh, when you listen to KFAN, why don't you tell them not to talk about uh, KFAN ever? How about that? How about they never talk about KFAN? And um, Because, yeah, without KFAN, they wouldn't have a job. So, hello. Just thought I'd mention that. Also, um, poorly produced, uh, whatever. I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. I think that's uh, how so. Um, other than that, well... Talking about things without a script? Now, who said I don't have one? <laughs> the Internet works pretty good for making a show. Now, hey, now not everything he said was bad. He said I have a good uh, knowledge of the Vikings. I, I appreciate that, but um, I'm going to get off this topic pretty quickly. Uh, I thought a lot of his comments were overly harsh and unnecessary, but that's his opinion, and that's, hey, that, this is the media. This is a Vikings podcast. Lots of people are going to be listening to this, so... Not everybody's going to like it. Not everybody's going to think I do a good job. But, hey, for all of you that do, thank you very much. And uh, tell your friends, spread the word. So just thought I'd get that out of the way. Is, uh, just thought I'd mention that. So you got your air time. I hope you're happy. Now, as for the Vikings, Brett Favre is in the news, folks. And they keep talking about the Vikings. It's just unbelievable. Now, with quarterback Brett Favre and the Packers seemingly headed for an ugly spit, speculation has been that the veteran would be an ideal fit for the Vikings offense. The 38-year-old played in an almost identical West Coast system to what the Vikings employ when Mike Sherman coached the Packers. And Favre also is good friends with Minnesota offensive coordinator Daryl Bevel. Bevel spent six seasons on the Packers coaching staff, including the final three from 2003-05 as the team's quarterback coach. But no matter how interested Favre might be in relocating to the Twin Cities, the Packers simply aren't going to allow him to join an arch-rival in their division and let him have two shots at them in a season. Yeah, that's pretty safe to say. Now, Brett Favre and the Vikings, yeah. Well, yeah, of course, you got to remember he's 38. Um, yeah, it's a pipe dream at the same time. The whole thing crazy just totally crazy it'll never happen for just for so many reasons like as i said why would the packers allow that to happen the green bay packers will not release quarterback brett Favre because indications are he probably would come here of all places if if the vikings allowed it um it would make perfect sense that the vikings would allow it because just because it's an opportunity for, oh, maybe a one- or two-year shot at going to the Super Bowl with this guy in his final two years because he played so well last year. The whole thing, though, it can go either way. You know, his age, you just don't know. Is he done? Is he done? Is he going to come in and throw 30 interceptions? It's really hard to say. Now, he's probably not going to miss any games if he comes in. So uh, I, I really don't know where to go with the whole thing, to be honest. Uh, my overall take is, 
I'd give it a shot if the opportunity was available, but it's just not it's simply not going to happen. They're not going to release him. And uh, if they're in control, which they are, because he is under contract with the Green Bay Packers, old Brett is in charge, or is not in charge, is under contract, so his hands are tied if he even gets reinstated, if he or asks for it. The whole thing is still in limbo with training camps about ready to go. So <laughs> it's a really odd situation that's still not going to go away. It's, I don't know when it's going to go away, if ever. I mean, who knows? It's really crazy. Uh, Viking fans are split on the whole Tavares Jackson thing. Uh, I've gotten multiple impressions on Tavares Jackson. Some people think he's going to be real exciting and he's going to be really good and they call him a great quarterback. That's overblown, in my opinion. He's all right. Uh, I like his athleticism. I like his throwing arm. Uh, but after that, his decision-making skills, way up in the air. Uh, his accuracy, completely <laughs> up in the air still. Uh, his receiving core has improved. Sidney Rice is better. Uh, Bernard Berrien is a gigantic upgrade, as I mentioned many times. I really like Bernard Berrien a lot. Not everybody agrees with me, but I think Bernard Berrien definitely changes things for this team. But uh, other than that, Tavares Jackson is completely up in the air, and that's why I'd still have a uh, definite interest in pursuing Brett Favre. When you got a defense and a running game like the Minnesota Vikings, you know, you got the pieces. You've got the ingredients for a Super Bowl run. You've got the ingredients. I mean, they always talk about it starts in the in the trenches. You know, the defensive line is, the you know, a great defense is so key to getting to the Super Bowl and the great running game. So there it is. And you had a Super Bowl quarterback in Brett Favre, despite his age. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe you make a run. I mean, you don't win. I mean, we've, we've won all of zero Super Bowls so far. So... You don't just go and buy Super Bowls at the grocery store. You know, it just doesn't happen. And uh, if you have an opportunity, go for it. But, uh, yeah, it's not going to happen. So I should just, we should all just stop daydreaming. All the Viking fans should stop daydreaming. Most of these stories completely out in the blue. I mean, this is not like the Jared Allen thing where that was, you know, <laughs> that just kept building and did happen, luckily. But with that, my take on Brett Favre. Love to have him. Ain't going to happen. With that, I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to get into a little bit of other Viking talk. Here on thesportstuff.com, don't forget to check out Paladino Live, where we are never one-dimensional. We'll focus mainly on Minnesota sports, but we'll venture into other teams and other topics as well, including old-school video games. We're available here on thesportstuff.com. Click Paladino Live, or also catch me on iTunes, Simply search for Paladino Live and listen, because we're worth it. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. Again, episode number five, so still a fairly fledgling show. And um, the show you just heard was Paladino Live. That's 21 shows strong, so we're getting things rolling. That one is only on the sportstuff.com, as there's no Viking talk on that one. So NFL Spot... Dot com listeners, check it out if you can. Anyhow, let's get right back into the nitty-gritty here. Now, I put a poll on the sportstuff.com, so I guess here's that site again. Uh, on the message boards, I asked, who is your favorite Viking defensive player? Now, that poll just put up a few minutes ago, 
So go on there and vote. It will be up for, oh, about a week or two, so you can see who comes up. Now, the, the uh, six choices are Jared Allen, Kevin Williams, Pat Williams, E.J. Henderson, Antoine Winfield, or Darren Sharper. And so far, well, there have been three votes. I mean, this poll is about, oh, about a half hour old, so not very old at all. So far, Jared Allen has one vote, Pat Williams has one vote, and Darren Sharper has one vote. Now, one of the voters, Lil Hines Ward, 86 is his name, and he hosts the Steel Pit on thesportstuff.com, so he's the Steelers guy. Uh, his comment, I would have gone with Allen, but I like Sharper more. His knowledge really blows me away at points in a game, and he can hawk the ball down. Plus, he can be physical guy physical guys, not one of the softies. Alrighty. And uh yeah, good take, uh Lil Heinz Ward, is also known as Max, that's his real name. Uh good take. I like Sharper a lot. I really do. Um he he does a lot of things. He's made this team's defense a lot better. And uh the lack of the defensive line is what made Sharper not look as good as, you know, he really is. And uh I think the addition of Jared Allen makes that much better as you have the defense or the pass rush. That is the key because it makes everybody else better. This is a team game. If you have a pass rush, then your uh, defensive backs look so much better. And Darren Sharper is going to be one of those guys, and that's why I'm pretty excited going into this season. I mean, real excited. I love what Darren Sharper does. Uh, forcing turnovers can change the whole game. But, uh, no, not my choice. Not my choice for the, for the favorite defensive player. But we'll get into that very shortly as there's one more comment so far up here by Farzine, who is the host of the Chiefs End Zone Show, and Casey Boom on the scorestuff.com. So, so far it's been two podcasters, two very cool guys that have, uh, commented. His pick, of course, <laughs> being a Chiefs guy, Jared Allen, I'll always support him for the amount of class he had towards the Chiefs despite how the front office treated him poorly. And very understandable for Zine is, of course, for one reason, he's uh, much more, well, he understands or he he knows Jared Allen better. He's seen what he can do. As, uh, of course, me on the outside looking in when it comes to Jared Allen, I didn't really get to see him uh, much. We did play the Chiefs last season, and Jared Allen, of course, oh, made, a, made a mockery of the Vikings. He really kicked our butts in that game and was a huge reason why we lost. And uh, Kelly Holcomb not being able to move also helped quite a bit. Uh, I can't pick Jared Allen, Allen, excuse me, only because I just I haven't seen him in a purple jersey yet. I want to pick him. I really do. Because, I mean, I'm so excited about him. Because he's, he's kind of like that final piece, you could say, when it comes to a defense. And uh, there's just no way I can't be excited about him. For so many years, and uh, really, I thought he carried this defense for so long. Antoine Winfield would be my choice virtually any year. Uh, and to be honest with you, right now, I am going to go with E.J. Henderson. I'm going to go with E.J. Henderson simply because at middle linebacker, he is kind of like the captain of the, of the defense in, in a lot of ways, is that he sees pretty much everything. So now we have four picks. <laughs> E.J. Henderson is my pick. Uh, I think he is on the up and up. He is like a stock that is 
just got momentum that is going to bust through what they call a glass ceiling when there is a, you know, the next plateau. And when you blow through that glass ceiling, the sky's the limit. And I see that for EJ going into this season. Pat Williams, wonderful. I mean, any of these six guys, if you pick them, you know, you don't, you're not making a mistake. You're just simply not. I mean, Antoine Winfield, I just love. EJ Henderson, love. Pat Williams is a run-stopping stud and a, and a, you know, a great veteran. Kevin Williams, an overall outstanding defensive player. He would have actually been, he was the other guy I was considering. But EJ is my guy going into this season because I'm a momentum guy, and he's got that going into the season. I am picking EJ to make the Pro Bowl. That is absolutely not a homer pick. That is a NFL pick from Purple Mafia host <laughs> right here. So uh, that's my take on that. We'll be right back with some more talk. And we are back here on Purple Mafia. And now we received a call a little while ago. It was by Nate Dog. His name is also Neil, but his I guess that's his nickname, Nate Dog. And uh, I apologize to you, Neil, for not getting to this call sooner. But here it is. This is Nate Dog for Purple Mafia. And hey, what's up, Joe? Uh, this is Nate Dog. Uh, got it got a question um yeah uh, we uh, traded erasmus james for the number one draft pick um well he was a number one draft pick and we traded him for a seventh round pick it's like what the hell man <laughs> you know what were the vikings thinking you know <laughs> it's like damn you know what well, you know were we on drugs or something it's like what the hell but uh yeah so uh what do you think uh the Vikings are going to do uh, next year with that pick, or what's your idea about that? Um, but, yeah, David Booty, I see you got pictures on your first, uh, well, couple shows after the draft on Purple Mafia, and I think David Booty is going to be our next quarterback. He's like our quarterback of the future. I don't think Tavares Jackson, he's not going to last very long. I don't believe in our system we have uh, – not at least with our coach, you know. If we got a different coach, depending on if um, our coach is going to do good this year, I don't know how long he's going to be uh, the Vikings coach. But, yeah, just uh, calling in to say what's up. And, yeah, love your show, man. You know, you do good work and peace out. But Well, Neil, again, I thank you for that call. And I apologize for taking so long to uh... – do the fifth show, the fifth episode here on Paladino Live. Uh, well, thank you very much again for uh, the sweet words. I appreciate that. Uh, Neil is a great guy, and he's a very, very knowledgeable fan of the Minnesota Vikings and of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, could definitely hear him talk a little hockey sometime on Paladino Live as well. Uh, hopefully, Neil, Nate Dog, definitely call in again. And uh, we'll talk some more. Uh, lots of stuff to get to from that call, about four takes there. So, uh, yeah, a little long, but okay. Now, first of all, that part about <laughs> Erasmus James getting traded for a seventh-round pick, yeah, it's just one of those things, man. It's one of those things. Yeah, I was making fun of that on a previous show. Uh, when a guy's stock drops as much as Erasmus James 
that's his value. That's his value, and that's all you can do. It, it just shows that it was a bad, bad, bad draft pick. And uh, sometimes life sucks, and that's one of those type of deals. A seventh-round pick for a first-round pick, a guy who was a first-round pick. That sucks, man, but that's how it goes. Uh, what will the Vikes do with a seventh overall pick? Well, usually with a seventh overall, excuse me, seventh-round pick, seventh-round pick, Usually with a seventh round pick, you look at a special teams guy or a wide receiver. That's pretty much all, that's pretty much all I can say about that. Somebody who's going to be in the special teams, like a return guy or uh, you know whatever. That's pretty much all you're going to get, and you're going to hope to maybe get lucky and get something out of it. That's usually where you go. Uh, John David Booty is the quarterback of the future. Uh, extremely early to say. Uh, I I like the pick because you, you had to take somebody, right? You had to. Uh, he's going in as the third stringer, of course. Um, Jackson, definitely not the kind of guy you identify as a quarterback of the future just yet. I mean, the only reason he is is because that's just the way Brad Childress wanted it. But we'll see. Um, very hard to say with that one. I haven't seen enough of John David Booty to really say that he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. You never know, though. Maybe we'll get lucky. He was a fifth-round pick, and... Um, well, he was probably there for a reason because he's just he's not ready to just simply go out and uh you know, throw twenty five touchdown passes and eleven interceptions. Who knows though? Who knows? NFL's funny. David Gerard worked out pretty good for Jacksonville. Um as he was a fourth round pick for the Jacksonville Jaguars in two thousand two, the tenth pick in the fourth round. So you never know. Things work out. Uh he came out of East Carolina. That's a very established college for football. No, not really. Uh, though uh, John David Booty coming from um, Southern Cal, that's about as good as it gets. So who knows? We're, we're going to have to see what happens. Uh, Gerard, of course, just very valuable. 102 quarterback rating, 18 touchdowns. Yeah, only three interceptions in 12 games last year. You know, you get something like that, pretty good stuff. If Travis Jackson can become that, that's what I'm kind of eyeing for T-Jack. Hard to say. We'll see. Final take that you made. You're not sure how long Childress is going to be the coach, or maybe if, uh, you know, maybe Jackson or John David Booty would be better with a different coach. Sure. Sure. It's really hard to say. You know, overall, uh, it'd be nice to have a more pass friendly type of coach. The West Coast offense, uh, you know, it's, it's one of the toughest things to learn for a quarterback. Uh, just certain quarterbacks work in it and others don't. Um, there's talk, uh, there's a rumor about if, say, Brett Favre is traded to the, uh, New York Jets, there's a possibility of that. There's a possible New York Jets trade involving Brett Favre that Chad Pennington would be cut and that uh, he is very adapt to the West Coast offense, and he might be an option for the Minnesota Vikings at some point. Uh, Chad Pennington has had injury problems, but when on his game, can be very, very, very efficient, very effective, and, uh, hey, you know, it's something you look at. It's an option. No guarantee, but sometimes with this, you know, with, with any team in the league, when you have, when you do not have a sure thing as your quarterback, options are good. It's good to have multiple options. So, with that, I'm gonna end this show, episode number five, with that final take. And I'm gonna wish each and all of you a great rest of the summer and enjoy the training camps as they are beginning all over the NFL. And I will be back very soon with some training camp talk, as I'm sure many stories will 
abound, and uh, we'll be able to keep this show rolling, and I won't have to have a month-long or two-month-long hiatuses <laughs> anymore. And I uh, just, again, want all of you to have a good time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Go Vikes! See ya! Yeah.